Good Morning Podcast. I'm Chef Ben, and this is Food in 5. And today we are going to talk about what you don't know about coffee. I feel comfortable saying that at this point in history, coffee is powering a fairly large portion of the world. We collectively drink about 10 million tons of the stuff a year. It is definitely powering this podcast, and it always has. But how much do we actually know about the stuff? Today, we're going to talk all about coffee. So let's get into it. Today, coffee is grown in over 70 countries worldwide. Despite its modern prevalence, it is commonly believed that coffee originates from only one country or a very small region. That country is Ethiopia. There's evidence that suggests that coffee was being consumed in that area since at least the 9th or 10th century. There is an Ethiopian legend about a goat herder who witnessed his goats eat a strange berry and then act crazy. The goat herder then took the beans to a local monastery and the monks threw the beans into the fire, assuming they were evil. The smell of of the roasting beans caught everyone's attention. The monks pulled them out of the fire and put them in in water to stop the cooking process. They took a sip of the liquid because we all know how good it smelled and coffee was born. Now today, coffee is roasted in a similar way to how the legendary monks did it, except there is much more control. Green coffee beans don't taste like coffee as we know it. They do have some of the characteristics of coffee, but the flavor that we associate with a cup of joe comes from the roasting process mostly. The more roasted the beans, the less of the natural flavor of the coffee you can taste, and I would assume that's why darker roasts are more common. It allows for a more consistent flavor. Lighter roasts retain more of their natural flavor of the beans. This means that the flavor is determined more by the growing conditions of the bean than anything the roaster can do. So things like weather, heat, humidity, amount of sun, amount of rain, all of this will affect the flavor of of a light roast much more than that of a dark roast. During the roasting process, coffee beans lose 15 to 18% of their weight, but double or triple their size. The weight loss comes mostly from liquid evaporation, which is a way, which in a way is actually what causes the increase in size. Think of popcorn. When you eat popcorn, the little bit of liquid within the kernel turns to steam and pressure builds until the kernel expands and turns inside out. A similar but less dramatic process is happening to the coffee beans. Another contributing factor in flavor is bean variety. There are over 100 species of coffee, but we rely pretty much on just two to supply the world's coffee needs, Arabica and Senaflora, which is more commonly known as Robusta. Arabica is the more common of the two, making up 60% of coffee production and consumption. Arabica is more acidic, less bitter, and slightly less caffeinated than Robusta. It is commonly believed to be of better quality as well. A lot of coffee is made of a blend of the two beans to find a balance of bitterness, acidity, and caffeination. Once the beans are roasted, they are cooled and either ground or sent to the consumer whole and they grind them themselves. Choosing whether to buy whole beans or ground beans again comes down to the flavor. Once the beans are ground, the clock starts to tick. The essential oils, which, is where, which are where the flavors come from, are volatile, meaning they start to go off or lose flavor fairly quickly. Coffee producers combat this with an airtight container and other packaging technologies, but really fresh ground beans have a stronger, cleaner flavor than than pre-ground coffee. Again, this is because the essential oil is more intact than the pre-ground coffee. Brewing coffee can change the flavor as well. The ideal temperature for brewing coffee is 205 degrees. You can go to 195, but 205 is pretty much where you want to be. 
Water, as we know, boils at 212 degrees Fahrenheit, so ideally the water should be just below boiling. The high heat of boiling water will damage the essential oils and cause them to be more bitter and off-tasting. So there you have it, a whole bunch of information about coffee. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. It is, and again, you can follow me, and you should follow me, on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly, and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. You can like and subscribe to this podcast. And if you would do me a huge favor, if you do like this podcast, if you would rate it or review it or comment on it or something, that would be amazing for me. Uh, and tell your friends about it. All right, guys, thank you so much. Have a fantastic Monday. Um, I hope a little information about coffee helped, and I'll be back tomorrow with another fantastic episode of A Brief History. I'll see you then.